Hello and welcome to my podcast. Today I'm sitting just behind the castle in a room slightly away from the field in front of the castle because I'm sitting here with Adam Slough who is about to put on the 20th annual concert and firework display which has given us such joy over the past few years. It's been amazing. Adam, thank you so much for joining me today. And all your machines are going beep, 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 beep. That's <laughs> all around the back of it. Yeah. But it is exciting when you begin to build the stage and we all kind of know what's coming. It's a, it's a wonderful anticipation on our part. I suspect it's more like hard work on your part. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a bit of both, really. It's hard work, but um, we do, obviously, a series of Battle Proms concerts. We're now on our fourth this season, which we've managed to get out the door in these times, which we're very proud of. Yes, so it's hard work, but as it starts to build, and each of our concerts have their own characteristic, obviously because of the beautiful venues that we end up doing this at. And High Clear is incredibly special because we're so near to the castle, and it's just you think, yes, here we are again. It's here. It's appearing out of the out of the out of the grass. And it's always on the sort of the first week weekend in August or the last weekend in July, yeah. basically, and. And it really has become a staple of everybody's um, holiday vacation plans all around this part of England. And I, I hope as people return to our shores, we'll be able to welcome some you know, visitors from America and Canada and all around the world next year. And I really hope they might come and see something quintessentially British. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. We often get people, from, we get people from all around the world. It's been such a shame this year that they have been unable to... To, to come we really missed them I think they've missed us so just for listeners who haven't yet been to our Battle Proms concert and are going to make a note of it in the diary for future years what happens is there's a wonderful stage there's a symphony orchestra there's singers obviously and conductors there's a field full of cannons there's the most amazing firework display which kind of happens behind one of our cedar trees and it's an iconic place for it because it just looks spectacular as the light goes from where we're all sitting and the sky is lit up by I think it's always the best firework display ever the castles to one side you've got displays with horses and cavalry but the evening begins with the thousands of people who are here turning round because in the distance through the clouds they hear the sound of an engine and it's amazing because normally it's 10,000 people and this year it's less because we're just treading forward cautiously. But everybody just turns round at them and standing in the middle of the crowd is the most extraordinary feeling right. as the Spitfire approaches. Exactly. It's even you know, the people of all ages, when they hear the Rolls-Royce engine, it's sort of hairs on the back of the neck. It's something, something that it triggers within everyone and... Yeah, so it's utterly beautiful. And the opening piece of music will be two piece, two Elgar pieces, of course. So there's pom- Pompous Circumstance number five, which is not mm. so well known as one and four. And then Elgar's Nimrod mm. to see the Spitfire off into the distance as it rolls away. That's a real moment. And that, that start, as you say, that is the commencement of our, the orchestral, the main event of the evening. As you say, before that, though, we have the cavalry doing their skill at arms. And this year, of course... Uh, as we've had in the last few years, 
We have the um, the Red Devils Are they coming back? Coming oh, out good. Of the sky. I'm so happy. Yeah. So the Red Devils parachute in just yeah. on the castle lawns, yeah. which is always a lovely <laughs> way to start. So in fact, there are so many surprises, and I wasn't sure whether they'd be back mm. this year. There's so many sort of so, so many beginnings. There are <laughs> many beginnings. Are there? It's difficult to know where it begins and ends, but. Yes, it rolls on, doesn't it? It does roll on, and it's a wonderful evening. And you know, there are people here, children here from like three or four years old. And my mother-in-law used to come and really enjoy it. And I'm sure there's um, slightly people older than my mother-in-law as well. And everybody's got their picnic tables out, and champagne out, and mm-hmm. rosé out, and waving their flags. And we all start joining in and singing. But we're all outside, and normally the weather's been incredibly kind for us. It can be a little bit iffy, but I think that's part of being British. But I yeah. also see that you you offer some wonderful corporate tents too, so if people don't want exactly. to do the picnics, they can come and sort themselves out there. Exactly. We have our um, concert pavilion, which is the uh, simply a place where you can have a table uh, undercover uh, and uh, enjoy your picnic in, in that in that relative comfort, uh, but um, but obviously right away from that up to full hospitality mm. with um, beautiful buffets. And, mm. uh, we so, have yeah. our Highclere Castle gin bar, which we started you last do. year. Yeah, so that is yeah. such fun. I hope it adds colour and madness Certainly. to the evening because, you know, I think we need colour, madness, and a sense of fun. But I know this will be our twentieth concert, and yeah. next year when I hope we're more back to normal, twenty first. So. You and I need to celebrate our 21st birthday. But but can I ask you, Adam, where did it start? Where did the whole thing begin? So um, it's an interesting beginning. So as you kind of described, as you can might imagine, the whole thing is built around the field for the cannons. They they were sort of the beginning. My father is a master gun maker, and along with his dear friend, who's an engineer, they restored and renovated our artillery. And in this instance, they, they made 194 replica Napoleonic cannon and this was another promoter had the you know idea that you could fire cannon to a piece of music uh, that no one had thought to fire the cannon to we all know the 1812 and the 1812 yeah. was very much there that's sort of a highlight of our end of our first half but there is a piece of music by Beethoven known as Wellington's Victory which was written by Beethoven at the time as a commercial piece of music to to sell to the Prussian yeah. Prussians because it was at a victory at Vittoria in Spain that Napoleon was defeated by the Duke of Wellington at Vittoria. So, or rather his brother, sorry, the Bonaparte's brother yeah. in, in Spain. So that piece of music has 194 canon written into the score, which is fired. Wow. <laughs> they're all written in in the last six minutes. That part lasts six minutes. And they're written into the score, so it has to be fired, of course, by a member of the Newton's Union, because it's written in. Uh, and frankly, you'd have to be an expert percussionist to get it bang on anyway. So we fire these guns, uh, or rather, Sarah, our percussionist, plays the cannon <laughs> for the Battle Symphony. So we started with my father with this, and we thought, hang on, we, we were doing that for another promoter, and we thought, we could do this. Mm. And we started, and we did a concert at Battle Abbey and Stowe Landscape Gardens originally, back in 97. And within a few years, we found ourselves at Highclere in 2001. And we thought, this is the place to do this. Uh, and we've been here ever since. What I really love about how you position the concert, where you position the concert, is it's just looking at an angle towards the castle. So for all of us sitting there, having a picnic, jumping up and down, doing the hornpipe, my husband does the hornpipe, 
that I think people might pay money for. Um, <laughs> you both got the concert in front of you and the castle to one side and the fireworks yeah. to another side. So the arc that's of right. vision and, and sound panoramic. is excellent. Yeah, that's the so, idea. It's a panoramic mm. show. It, it Quite often concerts would have yeah, stalls either side of the arena. We can't have that. We've got the, the beautiful, obviously, vista of <laughs> Highclere Castle. Uh, and then we've got the fireworks over to the right, the cannons to the right, horses sometimes on both sides yes. when we have room this year yeah. we're a little bit squash um because we've made the arena so much bigger so yes. make people feel safe and spacious but we have that whole panoramic show and in the sky of course as well so that yes yes you, you are a 4d event i think something like that <laughs> yeah many d's <laughs> leading us the way so so you came up with the canons and then yeah. looked at the music programme. And then did you and your father and the orchestra put together the music programme? How did um, that emerge from what you were doing? That's right. So originally, in 97, I was tasked with organising a, a concert in terms of booking everything and managing the site, which is kind of where I still is my main forte, I guess. My father was the canons. My mother at the time was the box office. She was selling the tickets. And then we approached Douglas Coombs, who's a sort of ex-BBC, fantastic conductor and we chatted to him and he helped us put together a musical program and both he and I still write the program together really mm. to this day a lot of them are tunes we play every year but a lot of them are are new and we always have a, a soloist and we particularly like to go for a young soloists yes and we have a soloist Harry Scott Burt who's a f- superb 16 and will be playing Elgar's cello concerto God, how wonderful. First movement. And he is incredible. And again, he's part of the sort of Battle Proms family because his mother, Kathy, I think she's a violinist. I think it's violin she plays. But she's been in our orchestra for many years. And so he was a small child. Uh, you mentioned the, mm. you know, children who have... Mm. It's quite generate. It's become quite generational, the Battle mm. Proms. People who... Battle Proms babies, we call them. <laughs> were there 21 years ago and now working as my crew and and even playing on stage, in his case. Well, my son was born 21 years ago, so I suppose he's been at it probably ever since one years old. There you go. <laughs> he's, yeah. at it and he's, he's coming back for it. Wonderful. So he enjoys it, and it was definitely part of our family social programme, and it was an opportunity to ask friends we hadn't seen, plus their children, because it's so relaxed. Mm. It's an event to wear jeans and trainers, thick jumpers. That's right, it's an informal... But, Which is so nice, yeah, isn't grand. it? Exactly. Because, well, in the past, before COVID, we'd be dressing up a little bit more. Now, well, now right. we don't really... Maybe I'll wear a long dress to it one year. Yeah. Surprise everybody. We're all just glad to be out doing things, aren't we? We are. So can I ask you, I imagine, just as for us, the last 18 months and the impact of COVID was simply horrendous. We all went down, if you like, somersaulted into the first lockdown when you would have been planning for your cycle of concerts of 2020. Yes, it was a a stressful time. And it was, as you say, it it was exactly at that moment. And this was probably a good thing in some ways. It was April. It was March, April. So we were well underway selling tickets because we go on sale before Christmas every year. We were well into, and we printed our leaflets, so we'd spent quite a lot of money on that. But it, just before, I guess, we had really committed, it would have been, if it had been a few months later, that could have been even worse, I guess. Yeah. So we have to be thankful for that. We were able to turn the ship around. You know, it had left the mm. harbour, but it hadn't got halfway across the ocean. So that was, we're grateful for that, but still, a very stressful time, a very uncertain time, mm. um, and very 
and we were scared really and worried for our industry because they you know we are part of a, a pyramid if you like aren't we yes. uh, with uh, people below me who were literally relying on that work the crew members and the lighting and all those people and it all you know we were first out when we were you know last back the, the entertainment industry it was a very hard time and a, and, a, and a shock, something you never thought would happen and all of that. It's a lot to take in, wasn't it? So, mm-hmm. But we, we dug deep and we, we kept planning for this year and the future, but also we did some, we had some fun. We did a kind of battle proms at home we, where we got, we sort of on the days of each concert, we promoted and encouraged people to put on a playlist and yeah. uh, have a picnic in their garden. Yeah. Um, and we sort of still managed to raise money for Safa doing that, which was yeah. great because, of course, not to forget Safa, the army charity, our partner, charity partner. Um, they also suffered. <laughs> everyone, yeah. it was just everyone. It was extraordinary because, because the for us, the pandemic followed um, the Downton Abbey film, so we had set sail in a very strong way cool. across leaving the harbour mm. and we're halfway across mm-hmm. the Atlantic sure. <laughs> when we all came to a standstill. So it was it was a very dark time. It's funny because mm. the sunshine was, it was very really clear good. and yeah, beautiful. A, right. But inside, it was a really inside yeah. oneself and, it, mm-hmm. and the, the questions it was asking us was was far, far darker as a huge contrast to the natural world around us, which we are also being asked to think about, cool. which is obviously quite interesting. But... I'm so glad that you're back this year and may we travel forward in different in stronger ways in, in future years and when people are travelling, hopefully they'll also come and stop and spend Saturday with you and would come be and visit us on Sunday. Yeah, it would be, nice be great, to to welcome, to great to welcome people back, especially people. across the seas. You know, we've missed them. <laughs> we have, and we've tried to support the entertainment industry a bit here, but we're fairly hard hit ourselves. <laughs> but I think, nevertheless, it's sharing hands and holding hands and sharing our stories to because part of the culture and media promotion for this country is around entertainments it's and a, the best of British and the concerts are our Absolutely. strong point. And you're quite right. We have been last out of the starting stalls mm. and many of the actors and actresses I know have turned themselves into delivery drivers to keep going. Absolutely. And I mean, the crew members, they've all... And even this, in 2021, this summer and beyond, it's it's hard for them to, to, to commit to the event world because it's, you know, you can't blame Pretty them shaky. pivoting to other industries, which has made it very hard to put things on for, for all events this, this year. It has, and I think... I always think of it in some ways, as you may know, I write a blog, and on Monday's blog, it's definitely going to be about the battle proms, but it's around the idea of light and encouragement and something to look for to a beacon, because that's in some ways what it is. And when you're outside and together, and the the music and seeing people and listening to people and and seeing other faces across the field, that is the light and the beacons we need back in the world. Exactly, yeah. And nothing more bright than the battle proms. (laughs) There isn't. Really. And, you know, as I said, I really think your fireworks are honestly the best. (laughs) And I always look forward to them. So I don't bother with any other fireworks, (laughs) because people... Well, the best. We've got that covered, yeah. You have got that covered, haven't you? Yeah. So, can I ask you, so with you, you and your family obviously followed the Battle Proms through the summer, and then is this your last concert, or you go on further? We we have, um, so we have five Battle Proms currently every summer, this is, and our last one is Ragley Hall in in Warwickshire. Right. So then that's, 
well, people laugh and joke and say, that's me done for a year, I can, you know, sit down. But it's not quite like that. We're obviously, as you well know, we're um, back on sale very soon um, in the early autumn. And we'll be planning already now for 2022 and beyond, really, because that's yes. what we do. And it helps us as well, because if we have our dates in the diary for 2022-2023, it allows everyone to plan further Around. ahead. And overseas visitors who haven't been able to visit us this summer can then look forward to next summer. And they're the ones who always have priority. I know, like in your concerts as well, in terms of rebooking and finding dates and cream teas and I hope gin cocktails. <laughs> <laughs> Everything that goes along with it. Absolutely. So have all your family, has your wife and children become deeply involved in yeah. this as well? Yeah, so I've, again, they're more battle from babies, but they're now 12 and 9, so they... Um, no, nothing else. <laughs> we drag them through it every summer. They join me on the road for a lot of it. And yeah, as I say, my father has retired last year from doing the guns. So that is now, uh, I uh, that has now been taken, absorbed by everything else I do. <laughs> so we now, I now have my crew laying out cannons. And, right. uh, and actually they are also with the help of the firework team who, yes. who do the electronics with them because they're all right. electronically fired as I say, by the right. percussionists and the, the fire, the Skybirds, the firework company based in Bristol, a uh, wonderful company. They they help me with the cannons now, but my father has had a well-deserved retirement with, with my mother, so yeah. Does your wife help you now in the business as yes, well? Yes, absolutely. So we um, do, she helps us, uh, we're a partnership and she helps, has, she's for many years, she has actually, but we also do a folk festival called Folk by the Oak at Hatfield, what which we fun. did a couple of weeks ago. My wife Caroline is very much involved in organising that. And we also do tours. Um, there's an amazing book by Robert McFarlane and Jackie Morris called The Lost Words, a spell book, which is poems that conjure nature words back to back into the minds and the hearts of people who maybe have, have forgotten about them. We, we put together top folk musicians and made a musical collaborative project so we've got a second album spell songs we call it which is fantastic robert mcfarlane and jackie morris is the illustrated incredible illustrator so we're busy doing that and that's very much again caroline how amazing so yeah how absolutely beautiful i love robert mcfarlane's books they are extraordinary he's fantastic and we had a that again was scuppered we had an amazing tour we were going to be in the barbican last year but it was sold out but that has been put on hold like everything else but we're hoping to get back on back on the horse that's completely amazing so if you could look forward into the next couple of years what what would you hope just to simply go back to where you were and go forwards or can you see other ways of of sharing the battle problems that you do i think it's been a good year for reflecting on how we do it because you you know the positives from all this is you can be stuck on a treadmill, it feels, sometimes. And to cu- it was good to come away and, and look at it afresh. And already this year, with our slightly smaller version of Battle Proms, we've got improvements that we're going to take forward. A better stage, better banners, better way of doing things with crew. So we're always learning. And it's, this it was a good check, I think, this last year. But yeah, I think it's important to keep pushing. Keep pushing the green agenda with it. We... We're look, always looking at making it more efficient. We have an obligation there, particularly with events. We can, you know, historically have quite a big carbon footprint. So we're always looking at that mm. and improving that, improving our recycling. Uh, we've always been very hot on that since we started recycling, mm. and but never complacent, always pushing that. So 
And then, of course, the charity at the heart of it, who you help raise money for, is SAFA, which is one that Geordie and I have supported as well. They're the first point of contact for any soldier or ex or veteran who who needs help for whatever that help may be. And they're there and every army base has a contact. And that's a really good first. They're an amazing charity for that. They're the first point. They are. And they're really well organised, which I, I can't tell you how much I like working with them. In fact, actually, wholly due to you, I then met Sir Andrew Gregory, actually, through one of your concerts and fell to talking with him, as I do, because I talk <laughs> too much, I hope I listen to you normally. And I did a podcast with him, which was fascinating. He's such an interesting man, a really yeah, lovely man. Safa, being the oldest armed services charity, they actually found that the 5th Earl of Carnarvon had an honorary role during the First World War, so they asked my husband to carry on the tradition today, which has been magic. That's amazing. Andrew and his wife Sally often come to stay or for supper or for lunch and I can't tell you how much I've enjoyed meeting them. He's done a podcast with me Excellent. and his wife makes amazing quince jelly. <laughs> <laughs> well, there we are. <laughs> so there we go. No, but honestly, charity. it's fantastic and anything I can do to help them would, with, is always there as we try to help as many different charities as we can, actually. They've been incredible this year. They come along and they raise money and awareness here. And even though we've got less people this year, they raise the same amount. They're just very good. And actually, that's a credit to our audiences, I think, at this time. They're incredibly... The last few we've done this summer, they've been incredibly generous. Oh, how moving. So they've been making over 10,000 each concert. Well, that is amazing and a huge credit to you. It's amazing what you've done. So perhaps I can just say thank you so much for being my guest. I know you're incredibly busy today, so you've taken some time out to be with me. And I'm so looking forward, not just to this year, but to many years ahead. If you're listening to this podcast from across the water, please do think about joining us at this time of year. And if you do, come to this concert and come and see Highclere a few days before or afterwards. It is the most enormous fun, and I think that's what we need absolutely what we need and thank you for talking to me today and yes you're right I need to get back on a JCB (laughs) (laughs) thank you Adam so much pleasure thank you so much for listening to this podcast this is actually my 40th podcast can't believe it do look back at the library there are some amazing people all of whom have a heartfelt connection to Highclere whether you love Downton Abbey and you want to hear a little bit about the inside story how we farm in the gardens in the house and some of the hilarious people who work with us from Les who's 94 to um, some of the youngsters who have joined our team. So thank you. Do have a listen.